Okay, so you've probably heard this saying, but I'll say it again and again and again. Work smarter, not harder. This mindset and the behavior is key to becoming more efficient in your business and your personal life. Listen, the work will still be there tomorrow. And let's be real with ourselves. Some things are actually tomorrow's problem, and that's okay too. You're smart, you're motivated. You wanna do something big. You're on the verge of being a young boss and we're gonna help you get there. I'm your host, Isabel Garino, and welcome to the Young Boss Podcast, where youth is your power. Everybody talks about wanting to be faster, harder, stronger, bigger, richer, but how does a young boss actually achieve everything they want? The secret sauce is efficiency which is defined in a variety of ways. Achieving maximum productivity with minimum wasted effort or expense, working in a well-organized and competent way, preventing the wasteful use of a particular resource. Becoming efficient will allow you to succeed and grow in ways you've never before thought possible. Think about getting some of your workday back or finally realizing work-life balance and avoiding burnout. Yeah, that's the power of efficiency. All right, all right, all right. We've talked about your superpowers before, right? You as a young boss need to define and find your superpower so that you can focus on and hire other seasoned professionals to do the things you aren't good at. But I haven't told you about what my superpower is, what makes me good at my profession and in my career. Now, this could totally be something I was born with, something that's in my blood, but my superpower is efficiency. I pride myself on being able to prioritize the important things and making sure I have enough time to get it all done. And as a young boss, you're being pulled in a million different directions. So keeping your to-do lists updated and organized, your priorities straight is vital to your success. A few things that you could do to maintain efficiency in your life, Well, find out what's most important to you, whether it be professional or personal. Remove distractions. This could mean relationships, people. It could be your phone or TV. Whatever it is, identify it and say goodbye to it. Be willing to say no. Know your limit. Know who you are and what you can handle. Stay fast and focused so that you're always sharp and always staying on top and ahead of projects and tasks. Picture yourself as the main character of a movie about your life. What types of decisions do you, the main character, make? Do you hit the snooze button a million times before getting out of bed? Or do you beat the alarm and go work out every morning? Are you stuffing your face with cake and desserts all the time? Or are you eating healthy? Or drinking your green juice and smoothies and eating protein bowls? Do you go out to happy hour to meet new people, network, and grow the business? Or do you go home and hide under a blanket while watching Netflix every night? I think we know which movie we'd want to watch, and I think you're understanding what I'm saying. For me, I actually like need to always be busy, whether it's with work, fitness, friends, family. When I slow down, I find myself getting physically sick, which is weird, but it's true. Every time I break my routine and have like a long break where I slow down, sleep in, watch a TV show in the middle of the day, whatever it is. However, I break my routine. I physically start to like get sick. It sounds crazy, but productivity keeps me healthy. It keeps me moving. Finding ways to stay productive and create efficiencies in my life is not only something I enjoy and strive for, but it's something my body has been conditioned to do and needs. Staying productive allows me to stay sharp and make informed decisions quickly because I'm on the go and moving fast with limited time. Even with me being pregnant right now, people are always saying like, are you napping a ton? Are you resting a lot? And I'm like, 
No, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm not that tired in that sense. I have to keep going because once I sit, it's like the whole day just starts to go crazy and have chaos and then I don't even feel good. You know, others maybe think it's crazy when they see how I go, 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 go. But I'm not tired. I'm happy. I'm thriving. So what is your superpower? Think about it. It seems like these days everybody's burning out or already burnt out with work, with life, with responsibilities, and even sometimes relationships. So it's important to talk about it. I think we've all been burnt out to some degree during some time in our lives. And in this world of hustle culture and keeping up with the Kardashians, it's no surprise. So what is burnout and what does it look like? First, let's define job burnout, a state of physical or emotional exhaustion that also involves a sense of reduced accomplishment and loss of personal identity. I mean, I'd say that's accurate. Now, what are the components? Exhaustion and cynicism are a bit more noticeable than inefficacy. But when you're exhausted and cynical, chances are you're not efficient or effective while completing your work. So how do you not burn out? What are tips to push you through burnout or overwhelm? First things first, you have to know yourself. I've said it once, I'll say it again. If you don't know your limits, how can you reach them? <laughs> Knowing yourself will help you find the power inside to push or to pull back. Also think of your energy like a battery. If every morning you wake up with 100% charge, but start your day with a crazy workout that depletes your energy for the rest of the day, and your most important meeting is at 4 p.m., you might not have much left in the tank to be present with your best foot forward. Now, that's just one example, but like we've talked about before, there are energy-sucking people, too. And honestly, this could be your spouse or significant other, and maybe you just don't realize it. And okay, okay, hopefully they're not, but energy suckers are real and they can affect how you feel and the energy and excitement that you go about your day with. So restructure your day or relationships. The most important things and people should come first. And if that's a meeting or filming social media videos or running errands, then do it first. And if it's a workout, do it first, but leave the activities and the people that require less energy for later in the day. Don't spend your precious energy on things that only need so much. And if you're a night owl, then do the opposite of what I'm saying. Prioritize your stuff where you're most powerful, where you're most effective as your most important meetings and do your other things while you're sleepy in the morning. Whatever works for your day to day. The key is not to prioritize what's on your schedule, but to schedule your priorities. Stephen Covey said that. Hey there, it's Isabel. It's time for you to join the community of ambitious young professionals who are taking their careers to the next level. Hit the subscribe button and become a part of the Young Boss Movement today. Now, back to the show. Okay, so you've probably heard this saying, but I'll say it again and again and again. Work smarter, not harder. This mindset and the behavior is key to becoming more efficient in your business and your personal life. Listen, the work will still be there tomorrow. And let's be real with ourselves. Some things are actually tomorrow's problem and that's okay too. You need to focus on completing the tasks that are of the utmost importance and maybe delegate and elevate, right? The other small stuff to somebody else who can do it. I like to hold my prioritization accountable by jotting down how I spend my time, analyzing the list and removing some things or tweaking others. And I suggest that you do this at least once a quarter minimum, okay? Efficiency can be 
defined as the often measurable ability to avoid wasting materials, energy, effort, money, and time while performing a task. And a more general sense, it's the ability to do things well, successfully, and without waste. It's pretty simple. When you're efficient, you're more effective. When you're more effective, companies enjoy working with you more. Efficiencies will also increase your margins and help you become more cost efficient. If you feel like the task you're working on is taking more time than it should, it's also costing you more money than it should. What does that mean for you? Stop. Stop what you're doing. Analyze this task or this project and find ways to make this task more efficient. You know, maybe it's finding a way to automate it, or maybe you have one too many employees on the clock, etc. Some things just should take less time. You don't want parts of your business to drag you down, especially as the boss. It's vital that you spend your time on three things that should matter the most to you. People, culture, and numbers. If you're spending your time doing anything else, like stocking snacks or running errands, you're wasting your time. One of my favorite books that changed my perspective on this in particular is Who Not How by Dan Sullivan and Benjamin Hardy. You need to read it as a young boss. They detail how to find out what your time is worth and then determine who is the best person to do the job, not how you, the young boss, can get it done. I have an entrepreneurial friend who always thinks about the how. He will often be talking to me about a new project and how he can add it to his plate, how he can make it happen. And I'm always reminding him that some of these ideas are not in his highest and best use. And to find somebody on his team or a contractor whose time is best spent on that particular task, item or project, right? So the question becomes, why is he not delegating these things? And the reality is if you want to do a few small things, do them yourself. And if you want to do great things and make a big impact, learn to delegate. John C. Maxwell, an author and leadership expert said that. Do what you do best and outsource the rest, right? Tom Peters said that. I think it's so important to make sure that you are spending your time most efficiently. For him, building relationships will get him more contracts and bring in more money. But when he's busy doing the work of the contract, he can't go build those relationships. So now he's not making as much money, he's wasting his time, and he can't grow his business. It makes so much sense to just delegate and elevate. Let's talk about how efficiency can benefit the financial aspect of the company and how to calculate what you as the boss are worth per hour. Listen, if you're making $200,000 a year and you're working 40 hour weeks, let's do the math. 40 hours times 52 weeks in a year is 2,080 hours. Now divide that by $200,000, which yields about $96 an hour. You're worth $96 an hour. That's good money, right? But if you could pay somebody to complete the work for less than $96 you know, dollars an hour, then you shouldn't be doing it yourself. Time is money, plain and simple. You're probably saying, but I love doing this. It's so much fun. Or it's one of my favorite parts of the business. Or paying somebody else is a waste of money when I can do it myself. And listen, I get it. But honestly, financially speaking, it's an absolute waste of your time. And you need to figure out if this particular task is your highest and best use. For example, 
If you own a paint company and your best use is relationship building, generating new business, raising brand awareness, and creating a positive reputation of your brand, social media marketing, etc., but all you do is spend your time painting walls, a job that can be, you know, paid out at $20 an hour, then you are wasting money and time. Hire the painter or three, so that you can get off the wall and into more business lobbies, new business meetings and discovery calls, and that will make you more money, undoubtedly. So don't tell me it's a waste of time because surely it's not. You can't manage time, but you can manage yourself. Brian Tracy says that. Once I changed my mindset and implemented this new way of thinking, I went crazy. The same week I hired a lawn guy, a pool guy, a maid, a food prep company, and I bought myself a self-driving car. Now, it's a little much, I know. But by doing that, I was able to free up an incredible amount of time and mental capacity that I was previously wasting on tasks that absolutely need to get done. The lawn needs to be mowed. The pool needs to be cleaned. The house as well. And we all got to eat. But these tasks no longer needed to be completed by me. I could pay others to help speed it up, paying for speed. For example, when I started this podcast and I've shared with you before, my project manager was my assistant and all I had to do was show her my vision and inspiration and she made it come to life. And when I need an extra ingredient, but don't want to get the trip for myself, I get Instacart to deliver it. For instance, I actually love going to Whole Foods or Target. Who doesn't, right? But I'll spend all day walking up and down the aisles out of curiosity, grab things I don't need. But when I hire somebody to do it, not only do I save time, but I save money because my shopper isn't going to buy things that aren't on the list. They're not going to walk down and be like, we need this extra pillow. No, they're only going to buy what's on the list. Another benefit is that there's no extra candy or junk food in the house. Win, win, win. Listen, this is all about finding your core genius and only spending your time and money on what you're best at, what your highest and best use of time and money is. Making your life more efficient will make your business more efficient. And honestly, it may be a little uncomfortable, but at first and in the long run, you'll save time and money. After all, your time should be being spent doing the most important things you could be doing. Finding out what you love and immersing yourself in that. Passion can be efficient. Love what you do and get more of it done. Create better work. Lastly, becoming more efficient will allow you to live in alignment with your core genius. And you'll get there by learning what you're best at and how to delegate the things that you aren't great at, right? Finding, meeting, hiring, and collaborating the most talented people who can help you elevate your business and in turn your personal life. That being said, one of my favorite parts of my job is having stimulating conversations with people from all walks of life, business, geographic locations, ages, experiences, and so on. I make a lot of these connections in masterminds, and that has also helped me understand the mindset of outsourcing and buying your time back. One of my favorite teachings is Proverbs eleven fourteen, which reads, where there is no guidance, a people falls, but in an abundance of counselors, there is safety. Without wise leadership, a nation falls. There is safety in having many advisors. Without good direction, people lose their ways. Even the Bible tells us to surround ourselves with other professionals and niche experts. 
The more wise counsel you follow, the better your chances. It's all about collaboration. Think of it this way. How are you going to learn something new without somebody else guiding or teaching you? It could be a mentor, a parental figure, a current boss, or even YouTube. Your counselors can come in all different shapes and sizes. Part of the collaboration is helping others create businesses by being a sounding board for them, by listening and providing feedback, helping them stimulate their creativity and see the light shine in their eyes, to see that light bulb turn on. Finding efficiencies in other parts of my life gives me the mental capacity to have these conversations and to think differently, to provide better and more actionable suggestions to my team, my colleagues, my friends, and family. At the end of the day, you need to find yourself a business or a job that allows you to live in your natural talents and skills. For instance, my friend from high school, who's an incredibly talented singer, has made her way to Nashville to continue to pursue her dreams and her God-given talent. She's an entrepreneur and her business is herself. So she has to do a lot to maintain her performance and continue getting gigs. You know, she has to stay in shape and take care of her voice and practice all the time, promote herself and book herself and show up and perform with energy and love. And I mean, she's absolutely killing it, but I don't just think it's because of her natural talent because she's found a way to lean into that talent, lean into her best skills and make money doing so. Now, Do you think she could probably benefit from some help and efficiencies? Maybe. Could she possibly get more gigs if she hired a manager? I think so. Would it cost more? Yeah. But could she get more and higher paying gigs with a manager? I sure think so. All that to say, it's your job to find what your skills and talents are and find a way to turn that into a business. Are you great at cooking? Start a TikTok cooking channel or start meal prepping or cooking dinner for friends and family. Are you an amazing interior designer or stylist? Fish for that client and open up a design and renovation business. Do you like to research, read, learn, and write? Maybe the legal industry is something you can pursue. The point is, what are your skills? Find them, leverage them, and start making money. If I can live in my core genius while being efficient and helping others start their own businesses, I'll forever be happy and always love what I do. When I stray away from my core genius, things start to fall apart. They become less organized and harder to accomplish. Being efficient helps me build and grow my business because my goal is to get them operating as smoothly as possible while spending the least amount of money possible. So that means I'm looking for every inefficiency and pitfall and brainstorming solutions solutions to maximize those channels. All right, before we go, let's briefly touch on the four main components from this episode. Unleash your superpower. Finding your superpower increases your efficiency, allowing you to prioritize important tasks and staying fast, focused, and organized. Prioritizing and avoiding burnout. Prioritize the important tasks while cutting out the distractions will help you prevent burnout, but you must know your own limits and manage your energy like a battery. Better time management and prioritization will lead to more efficiency. Work smarter, not harder. This is absolutely vital. Delegating tasks to the right people is key to productivity, and you will find out what to delegate by calculating your worth per hour and outsourcing low-value tasks. Remember, at some point, the owner of the painting company should no longer be painting the walls. Living in a with your core genius. By doing this, you'll be able to find joy and 
fulfillment in your work. You'll be able to find your business or career path by identifying your natural talents and skills and always seek collaboration and guidance from others who can provide insight that will lead to new perspectives and opportunities. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Young Boss Podcast with your host, Isabel Garino. Be sure to like, share, and follow on Instagram and TikTok and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And let us know what is your superpower. I'd love to hear from you. Remember, youth is your power.